0: you ghosts and goblins corpses and cadavers welcome to the second episode of tales from the casket featuring your horror host Raphael mitchell hailing from san diego california What's up? cliff helm balancing on the thin line of modesto california Hurro. and myself stitch as i sit upon the cold stone of salt lake city tonight we'll be talking about the newest release and the ninth installment of the conjuring universe the Nun 2. Be warned if there's spoilers ahead. Let's start the evening by wishing our very own Cliff Helm a happy birthday. Cliff, go ahead and tell us about your week and how was your birthday?
1: Woo! Oh, before we even start that, did you notice that Valak was in the house? I I left Valak at the movie theater. Holy shit. I'm a little scared right now. No, man, my birthday was great. Thank you for asking. It fell on a Friday, which was awesome. Dude, that is terrifying. It fell on a Friday, (laughs) which is awesome. Speaking of Alec, the nun Two came out on my birthday. So that was a nice little treat to myself. I got to go and watch that, which is what we're talking about tonight. After that, we went to dinner and I got myself a nice, I'm sorry, Ben, I know you're not a man of the meats, but (laughs) I went and got myself a nice juicy, good old fashioned American hamburger. But this wasn't just any ordinary hamburger. This one had a over easy egg stacked on top of it. And did it have a nut on it? Uh, it may have. <laughs> because as soon as you squeeze the bun down on it, it was just like oozing all over the burger. And you know what? It Fucking tasted it delicious. Disgusting. Yeah, dude, it was good. After that, we just headed back to the house with the family, opened up some gifts. My wife gifted me the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation on Blu-ray, the Scream Factory edition. So I was pretty, pretty stoked about that. 110% then, uh, Matthew McConaughey over there. Exactly. All right. All right. All right. And she also got me this sweet boom arm that I'm using now for the podcast. She's like, you know what? I'm going to invest in the podcast. So if you guys don't make something of yourself, you're out of here, bud. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good birthday, man. I'm Another year closer to my date with the Reaper. <laughs> don't fear it. All right. So how, how about you, Ben? How was your week, man?
0: I had a great week. Again, like you, I went and saw the nun too, just so we could review it. I went to the Oddities and Curiosities show. I'm not sure if you guys have ever been there. It's pretty exciting. I had some friends in town for that show, Paul Bearer Press. I'm not sure if you've oh. seen their swag or their merch. They're, yeah, I have. Yeah, they're so they're buddies of mine, and I helped them out and lent them some stuff for the show. Great dudes. Oh, sweet. Great merch. And that's about it. Dusty, I know you've been working pretty hard on this video of the podcast and making yourself a valix sign. Huh? <laughs> I got her stationed there.
2: Be creeping. I love it. Yeah, I've been busy. Although, like, I never made a podcast before, but here we are. We're doing it. So I was working really hard on that. Uh, I had a photo shoot. My buddy is having a baby, and they're pregnant, him and his girlfriend. oh So they're rockers, so it was fun. They wanted a spooky-themed Halloween-style shoot, so that's right up my alley. So that was really fun.
1: The only way to do it, man.
2: Yeah. I was hyped. I'll insert a picture right here. There we go. Boom, magic. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's been work and sleep, but I'm hi- hyped about the show that we're doing.
1: We appreciate you, sir. You put a lot of work into it and it looks great. And I can't wait for the listeners at home to watch it and hear it.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gonna so, be- so the real question for you both is what are we drinking tonight? What, what's on everyone's beverage menu? Ooh, so I'm rocking a Moscow mule. It's called the Copper Can. Nice. That's great. What, what's in that mug, Mr. Chainsaw Massacre?
1: What's in that leather face?
0: Is that the pretty woman mug?
1: Yeah, it's a Cosmo. Don't, don't tell my friends I'm drinking a Cosmo. Very fitting for the mug you have it in.
0: Keep turned me on to it. Yeah, make sure you point the pinky out while you're uh, drinking that Cosmo. Cliff, what you are go. you having?
1: Tonight I'm having an Elysian Space Dust. It's their limited edition pumpkin pack. This one's called the Great Pumpkin. And uh, I'm a big fan of them, man. Like, I'm not a huge beer drinker, to be honest with you. But when they come out with things like this, especially when it's like spooky themed and pumpkin flavored, I got to get them. And I have it in this sweet little koozie, Scary Movies and Chill. And it's pretty good, man.
0: I like it. Yeah. Speaking of Paul Bear Press, I'm actually drinking out of a Paul Bear Press koozie myself. It's okay. City uh, of the Living
1: Dead. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, good good stuff. People to like care. City. When you said City of the Living Dead, I almost got it confused with City of the Dead. Have you ever seen that? Christopher I, Lee, 60s
0: Oh shit, maybe I have But no, I'm not able to put my finger on that one
1: Witches, Coven of Witches It's a pretty sweet movie, man I highly recommend you check it Wait,
0: out Wait, is Coven of Witches about your mom? or am I... <laughs> Damn, dude Been like the mom jokes tonight <laughs> dude. Hey, Where's you already... the tom roll? Where's the tom roll? Movie Reviews <laughs> <laughs>
1: So tonight, guys, we're here to talk about a movie that we all went and saw called The Nun 2. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ben, what did you think of that movie, man?
0: I want to start out by saying there's something really special to me about uh, horror movies and franchises. I I know a lot of people don't love The Conjuring Universe. I'm I'm (sighs) going to step off that soapbox and I'm going to say I like it. I really enjoy franchises. I like to revisit stories and characters. I'm a sucker for a franchise. And I oh, know yeah. that's not a popular thing for a lot of horror fans, but I like The Conjuring Universe. I won't spoil the whole review. I'll let you guys get your four or five cents in. But I feel like The Nun 2 wasn't my favorite entry in the franchise, but I would say I enjoyed it.
2: I enjoyed it way more than one. I'll tell you that.
0: I had actually agreed with that. Agreed.
2: I remember practically falling asleep during one. So they definitely, in my opinion, redeemed themselves for sure.
0: There's something really special about blasphemous movies. I just, like, I oh, yeah, super, get enough of it. Freaking gothic, Catholic, scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: My hands hit with a ruler and then haunted by a freaking scary nun. I thought it was pretty good without giving too much away of my review. I thought it was a good, it was, uh, like I said, a lot better than the last. So I,
1: I definitely agree with you on that point for sure. To be honest with you, the first movie, I can't I don't even really remember it. So that tells you what I thought about the first one. <laughs> All I remember is some stupid bell ringing and then boo
2: and then sleep and then boo and then I'm asleep again. So. Uh.
1: Oh, you remember far more than I do, sir. <laughs> um, I actually uh rewatched the first one before I went, so I was pretty fresh minded
0: um, Nice. I was I'm sorry. About, can't get that time back. I didn't mind the first one. It's not my favorite, but I didn't mind it. It's a it's a fun flick.
1: Like you Ben, I do have a soft spot for horror franchises like I love obviously A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Hellraiser keep giving them to me. Even when they get bad, I'm like you're giving me the IP that I love, so keep giving it to me. But as far as The Nun 2, I did for sure enjoy it more than than the first one. What I really like about it too is the gothic feel that the movies have. It's set in France, so I get those Hammer Horror vibes and I'm a big Hammer fan. So like I really connect with that. But no, dude, like for initial thoughts, like I enjoyed it, man. It's obviously it plays big on jump scares and That could be good and bad. There was like one in particular in the movie that I was like, really, did we really need that? And (laughs) it was, it was that scene where he's, he's chained up because he's possessed. Obviously we're talking spoilers here. So he's possessed by the nun. They have him all tied up and chained up and he's just sitting there. And then all of a sudden you get this crow fly by and you're like, what the (laughs) fuck? Like, what? (laughs) Those are the best ones. You don't see the point of that. (laughs) But as far as the other jump scares, for the most part, they worked fairly well. But uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good, man.
0: Nice. Something I'll I'll say about the nun that that I really appreciate is it embraces the dark tone and it doesn't hide from it. Like I mentioned, I I really like these blasphemous movies that kind of indulge in religious culture because people are afraid of that. They're saying, fuck, this is intense. I I don't know if I can handle this. This is when you think about The Exorcist, it really challenged people's faith and their thoughts. And you sit in the movie theater and thinking, fuck, should I go home? Should I repent for this? And I live on that. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Challenge it. So as for the movie, like script writing and acting and effects and all that, like, It's besides the point sometimes when you just got this like unforgiving punishment of blasphemy in front of you. I love it. I'm all about it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you just want some good old fashioned brainless blasphemous jump scaring schlock. And sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. And it it succeeds on all those levels. And I had my reservations because I know that I believe it was directed by Michael Chavez, I believe is his name. And he directed The Conjuring 3, which I wasn't like super big on. And he also directed a uh, Yala Rona, which I haven't seen that film. I haven't heard too many good things about it, but I thought the nun too. I thought he did a pretty good job. I thought it was directed fairly well. And like I said, the set design pretty much for me makes the movie again, right. just like Hellraiser. I'm just like, Oh, <sniffs> chef's kiss. But, uh, and the oh, acting all around is good. Like Bonnie Aaron, who plays the nun, she's a very like striking and unique woman. And I think too. She, yeah, she really is. I can't say that. Have you met her, Ben? Just at your mom's house. But- hey, <laughs> this God, episode God. is called at your mom's house. Your I just mom- want to know what was Bonnie Aaron doing at my mom's house exactly, <laughs> but but uh, no, like she is a sweetheart, dude. I I have I've never met her, but I have been in her presence at Son of Monster Palooza, and she right, seemed exactly. she seemed really sweet and really cool with the fans, and for playing a part where you have no speaking lines, and honestly, like not much in the way of physical acting as well. Like it's basically comes down to the way she looks Ominous. and, yeah. and she sells that look dude fucking better than anybody could. So I would agree. Yeah. She's awesome.
2: The, the he, colors on her face is really subtle. It's not over the top. It's all practical there. So those features are just haunting.
1: Yeah, do exactly.
0: You, do you know what took me out of the movie a little bit? So at the very end at the climax of the movie, the nun gets released and and she grows into this giant kind of twelve foot nun. But yeah. <laughs> this is so yeah. funny. There's was... a shining light behind her head, and as she grew, it grew with her. And I was like, who decided to move the light? That that's not <laughs> natural. That's not what <laughs> would happen. And it took me right out of the movie because I was like thinking, Well, that doesn't feel right.
1: Who moved it, Ben? Your mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're on number three
2: tonight. And it mother. <laughs> speaking of creepy lights, I have a story about that. It was let's hear it really bizarre of course we went to to go see the movie but we are at a ritzier part of town
1: must be nice
2: it was very nice (laughs) recliner seats i got a butler and shit i feed me more drinks (laughs) but anyways the very first jump scare we were literally just sitting there chilling watching the movie and the jump scare happens as soon as that happens one single light, one circle light in the theater turns on, and it's the one right above us. So we're like, oh, that's weird. All right, whatever. Because <laughs> it shined real bright and then it dimmed down. Then it was just a small dimmer light. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this theater? <laughs> so I was chilling, and but of course, girlfriend's nah, we gotta move. It's distracting. <laughs> I was like, so fuck this. Like, damn, let me grab my popcorn. Let me grab my drink. Let me grab my wallet, all my stuff. And I had all this stuff. And she one seat back, <laughs> like a different row. But it's pretty spaced out in there. So it was out of the way. And then we told the, the usher about it. And she was like, yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I think I've been hearing about some issues with the lights in here and stuff like that. I was like, okay, whatever.
1: But it was on cue with the jump scare. It was
2: on cue with the damn jump scare, which was weird. It, it was goes planned. on and on. It happens again in the seat we moved to. That one turned off and it just turned on by us. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, no kidding. It was freaking weird at a jump scare. It was the page turner part at the newsstand. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going on. <laughs> and then later in the movie, it happened again. But like it shined right next to us in different spots. But then it landed on us again. I was like, what the hell is going on? So we thought that was really bizarre. I told Lisa,
1: hey, write a letter. Tell them how you really feel. (laughs) We don't pay. We got a free popcorn. That's it. I was watching Uh, The Nun and I got scared. Give me free tickets.
2: But it creeped me out because it was happening at the jump scares and it was happening like every time that I was trying to pay attention to the movie and I was like, oh, oh, what
0: the hell? That is crazy. It makes the movie a little bit better, doesn't it?
2: It does, but some people online when I was posting about it on my story, it was like, Oh, it's the video the guy that plays the movies messing with you and this and that. I was like, but can they control one light at a time? Like in there? Well, I thought maybe. it was just like a big ass thing. I don't know, but it's a pretty big risk being in a ritzy area and hoping you're not pissing off at Karen. Maybe he quit the next day. I don't know. But <laughs> you probably pissed off the nun. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. About. I was it's like, all like, right, oh, shit. this is why I don't fuck with the religious horror movies. <laughs>
1: hey, you know so- what? That's what happens when you go to a ritzy area. If you had went to the ghetto, bro, the lights wouldn't even have worked. <laughs> I know. Hey, you would have got a gunshot <laughs> instead been- of a light.
0: <laughs> so on that note, you mentioned that there, there's a scene where the where she's looking at the newspapers and they're blowing in the wind and it forms the nun. My One of my complaints with the nun was is every jump scare felt like the most predictable jump scare I've ever seen. It w- it was the stereotype of the slow pan, boo. And I was like, besides I, that fucking crow that was like "baka," and you're like, "holy
1: crap!" Exactly. That one probably got me the most, and it was like the most <laughs> unnecessary one.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I did love the one scene with the with the asbestos on the wall <laughs> and the mold. Oh, yeah, I thought
2: oh, that yeah. was fucking cool
3: because she was yeah.
2: turned on the light and the silhouette on the wall of the mold. As the thought that was amazing. You know that was cool. You know when Satan comes and
0: and it's like a fucking goat running around. Mm -hmm. I really liked that. It it gave me so was rad. It made the me devil feel 70s it had that yeah. old school slucky kind of vibe but it's just like fucking running around me like eh, eh. and i was like dude that shit is awesome
1: no it really was that was probably like one of my favorite parts of the movie i was like yes fuck yes dude it's like black phillip's cousin he's here <laughs> we need a goat we need <laughs> a like, goat where can
0: we get a goat from let's pull it from a window it's fine we
1: need a satanic goat satanic goats make every movie better
0: oh well, i
1: please
3: let-
1: Nails in the
0: coffin. I guess it, it brings the question, how many nails in the coffin are we giving it? Go ahead. You start, Mr. Raphael. That's a good question. I want to give it a six. Six nails in the coffin. Yeah.
2: The first one was a fucking one.
0: <laughs> one nail. No. Six nails
2: in the coffin. I no. hated, hated one, but that's a big step from one. So that's me. Six nails in the coffin.
1: Cliffs. If I'm basing it off of the first movie, like this movie's a 10, (laughs) but uh, no, like in all honesty, like I'd probably give it like maybe,
0: mm,
1: I'm probably right there with Raphael to be honest with you. I'd probably give it a six and then maybe a six with one angel eye.
0: (laughs) Six nails
1: in the coffin.
0: I think I'm going to get it seven. And the reason why I'm going to give it seven is I just like the dark atmosphere. It's something I would revisit just to feel a part of something else. They did a good job at, at making me feel like I was somewhere else. And I liked that. And just to fuck with you both, I'm gonna give the nun one probably a six. Dang, Are you really? Yeah, I didn't hate it. I, it wasn't my favorite, but I didn't very much. talk taught
1: you it. that. <laughs> well, like, where does it rank for you throughout the Conjuring universe, though? Do you have it? Oh man, there's so many movies. It would it would take some time.
0: I really love Conjuring one and two. Same. One one of the Annabelle movies I really liked. I can't. I think it was the last one that came out, but maybe that's for another episode. We can. Oh, you, you know what? Universe.
2: Keep your standards l- low and you're never disappointed. Good job, Ben.
1: True. <laughs> no, I. Speaking of Annabelle, I do like those movies. I like the first one actually quite a bit. We watched it with my daughter here recently, and it kind of had a Rosemary's ba- Baby vibe to it. So I was yeah. it. yeah, yeah. It's cool. But yeah, dude. As far as the Nun too, I think like you said, dude. Like the atmosphere, the set design, the good acting all around. It it makes it for a solid like horror romp, dude. It's a lot of fun. And Raphael, I. Saw that you just found out about the Farmiga sisters.
2: Yeah, I was looking at Sister Irene. Were you at the end?
1: Yes, she's very cute.
2: <laughs> and then at the end, Vera Lorraine, and I was like, damn, she they look they really look alike. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How can I have two crushes in the same movie? This is confusing.
0: <laughs> I don't know what to do. How and they're sisters.
2: And I was hyped on that. I was like, oh, uh-huh. it made sense. Yep. The more you know, I learn something new every day. Thank that's you. Pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. The younger of the two, I believe, she was on American Horror Story at some point. I th- yeah, she was because I think that's where I discovered her first. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, which I, I feel haven't. Like kept that's up.
0: another franchise that's falling apart. Oh yeah,
2: especially after the last release
1: I didn't really yeah. go, honestly. I didn't. I don't think I got past Freak Show with that fran- with uh, that series. It's a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think kinda I watched I them all.
0: all, and and the, the last couple, I've just been like. I don't know if I can finish this.
1: Yeah.
2: Another thought on the nun. I was very hyped on the false ending. I thought I was literally pissed at that moment. I was like, Oh, great! Of course. Oh, he's fine now. But he's not possessed anymore. And then, yeah, and then the big big ending happened. I was like, All right. And like, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I I appreciated it. It was funny because myra asked me, she's, like, I don't get it. What does that mean? I was like, That means they want to make another movie and take more of our money.
0: <laughs> that franchise isn't going anywhere as long as it makes money. Exactly. But you know what I'll say is is, so when these movies come out like The Nun 2 and they have a really good weekend at the box office what that means whether you like it or you hate it it means we're going to get more horror movies Yeah, and and for me that's special I'm like if I don't like the movie I still hope everyone else does because we're going to get more of it Yeah That's a
1: win in my book honestly Yeah
0: Yeah, absolutely and and I think that's why I like The Conjuring Universe so much is because it's putting the middle finger to society and saying hey we're going to keep putting out horror movies and I'm like, fuck, yeah,
1: dude, keep doing that.
3: I'm offended.
1: Speaking of that, dude, The Nun 2. I'm upset. And mm. it's weekend made $88 million at the box office. It's definitely Ooh. not going anywhere.
2: Not in my area. I was like six people in my theater. Really? Me too. <laughs> yeah, I went oh. like, to a matinee. I was like, damn. I was like, damn.
0: But yeah, it was around like 2 p.m. Yeah, anyway. I'm a matinee guy. I, I like the theater
1: empty. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. Chatty people
0: yeah
1: same here like when you got too many people in there and people on their phones and chatting and stuff just takes away from the experience
0: hey pretty
1: giving each other blowjobs it's (laughs) dude do that shit at home trying to watch a movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) the worst shit shit when you go to a horror movie is uh, at least a busy one anytime there's a scary part coming or any suspense when you want it to get quiet and you can dive into that moment there's always people like you're fucking scared huh and you're like (laughs) yeah (laughs) Dude, I remember seeing the Paranormal Activity movie in the theater, dude, and just, it was just like, every time there was something, it was like a conversation would break out in the whole theater. People were like, oh my god, don't go in there. And you're like, shut the fuck up and let me watch the movie.
1: Exactly. Man. Takes you out of the moment, and then you're not yeah. scared. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to be in the movie. I want to feel a part of it. Exactly. That's like being drawn in and like feeling like you're actually there right. with the characters is what scares you. Yeah. This is the absolutely. first
2: time that they tied the Warrens into the franchise into that the, the Nun or were they in part 1
1: at all? It's no, actually. the Nun was in Conjuring 2, right Ben? Yeah, so
0: the Nun was a the painting. But yeah. in the, so, in the yeah. Nun
2: movies like about the Nun like part 1 the Warrens weren't in it.
0: Yeah, it ties in but it's not like it's, I know you, you said you haven't seen La Llorona, but it doesn't really mention uh, the universe, but it ties in.
2: Yeah, I'm wondering how that's going to tie in at all. I, You know what I want at the end? Everybody have a fucking... Everyone's in it. <laughs> Annabelle, yeah. Nunn, La Llorona, everybody.
1: The Conjuring multiverse. Yeah, that
2: was, yeah. it would it'd be like the fucking Marvel. <laughs> <Okay>. Exactly. <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: it would be amazing. It's Pretty a madness. Hilarious.
2: That's the world I want to live in.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it's uh, going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Directions, like, please. <laughs> wasn't Ed and Lorraine Warren? They were in one of the Annabelle movies. I think the last one that came out. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll pop up probably in, in another offshoot of the Conjuring series. Like, dude, who's sitting really pretty right now? James Wan. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. he just made one movie and looked like how it spawned. until He's got a knack, dude, for creating characters that people are drawn to. It's yeah, like, I, would, I would agree. Yeah, like he spawned how many different franchises just based on The Conjuring, and even the Insidious franchise is still going. Did you guys see the last one?
0: Sure did. The Red Door? Oh, yeah. yeah. I did, yeah. Yep.
1: What would you guys think of that? I
2: thought it was pretty cool. It wasn't terrible. Yeah.
0: It, it was probably... Out-, out of the movies, it was probably my least favorite or second least favorite, Yeah, but there was some stuff I really liked about it.
2: Yeah. I like that they're keeping the characters, keeping the same actors, keeping... Yeah, right, up. yeah. It was actually... What was his name, Dylan? Or no, what was the little boy's name?
1: Mm. Red Door. You're putting us on the spot, bro. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember. That's a good question. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> we were talking about this movie. I <laughs> mean, but... <laughs> Was it ready? <laughs> but I have anyway. no
2: notes. <laughs> the son of Isidious. It's actually, I think it's the same act. all <laughs> growing up now. And I thought yeah, that are. always gets me going. I always think that's really cool that they keep the same actors are available to get them and continue the story because it makes it feel more real. You know what
0: really took me out of the red door was is, is when I was watching it, he, he moves in and he's got the roommate, right? The girl. Yeah. And they're like best friends ready to die for each other overnight. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know people 40 fucking years and they don't <laughs> want to be that close to me. <laughs> that, that was my only thing. I was like, why are they so close? They've known each other for like a week. But no, I, overall, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed
1: it for the most part. And it's directed by Patrick Wilson. So it was cool to see him take the reins.
0: Absolutely, I would agree with that. That was really cool.
1: And I thought he did a pretty good job as far as the directing goes. I think the only thing that kind of brings that movie down a little bit is maybe the pacing a little bit. If, if he could figure out how to get the, right. the pacing a little better for a horror movie like the scares in the movie i thought he built those up really well like it didn't really rely on jump scares like he actually built scares and coming from somebody who's directing a horror movie for his first time that's pretty awesome but uh,
0: for a movie that's built around artwork they did a really good job with the artwork oh yeah all the sketching and drawing i was like they got the art whoever the artist was that came up with the concept looked great yeah what's that red door yeah yeah you know how the kids in college for art? Yeah, yeah. And he's just drawing. Oh, all that! Stuff no, I, like...
2: I love that. I thought that was really. Yeah,
0: I was like, he fucking.
2: Oh, you're talking about like the poster artwork, which was still. cool.
0: Uh, yeah, that was
1: pretty cool too. Yeah. Stand up
2: straight. You're making me look bad, woman. <laughs> his his I'm name calling.
1: escapes me at the moment, but the guy who did the art for that movie he's he is a famous artist, and you could tell, dude, because the art was just magnificent. Yeah, so... it it was eh, glorious. Yeah, it really was. Glory. But. Back to the nun, though. What did you think about the whole like plot that they introduced in this, where the nun needed to get the angel's eyes to give her more power? That,
2: was that the amulet thing?
1: Yeah, that had yeah, the contained was, the eyeballs.
2: It was almost yeah. felt like fucking a treasure hunt to me. Like, right. <laughs> it almost felt like some Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. But yeah. you gotta the have something. Yeah, you gotta have something to carry in the movie. The, the quest or whatever it is, the focus. I was upset when she got it. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, when it, they you were, guys, you guys had one fucking job. <laughs> <That's->
0: <laughs> right. When they shine the light through the goat's eyes and it hit the floor and they're like, Oh, it's in here. I you was know, like, Jones, uh, Goonies stuff. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, it was cool. I was wondering like, as the movie was progressing, I was like, alright, where is this going to go exactly? And I was like, what is going to be like what is the what is this character after? You know what I mean? And how are they going to defeat this character? So it was right. fun. though. It was cool. It was cool watching it unfold and seeing how it all went down. I thought it was fun.
0: Yeah, fun is a good word. It was a fun movie. I would agree.
2: Yeah. yeah. I did fall asleep at some points, but... <laughs> did, did you really? Well, at the beginning when they were talking about the Priest or whatever
1: was talking about the
2: religion and the boat.
1: Oh, dude, that priest though! How about that kill? I was falling asleep.
0: I don't remember it. Are you talking about the very beginning where he lights on fire? Yes, that shit was awesome,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty cool. And it, <laughs> yeah. and it went down in yeah. the Rafa, church. I was like, huh? I was snoring, dude. Did you miss yeah. that part, really? I think I did.
2: I think I re- vaguely remember seeing something. Like, do uh, you guys want to hear more something? Or less, my my kill was the the house. What is it? The what do you call her? The principal lady for the Catholic school. Oh, yeah. That was it. Like, that was badass. She got her ass whooped.
1: Yeah. No, I, I feel like they should have raised the stakes a little bit. Like when that goat came like charging into the wall and pierced the door and hit that girl like through like, see, the, gonna... the rib cage, yeah. I was like, she should have died. Like, yeah.
0: like, Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> One casualty. Yeah. <laughs> so so I've got a happened. question for you. Have you guys seen the Pope's Exorcist? I haven't. Oh, uh, so think about the nun too when you watch the Pope's exorcist. It's like the same fucking movie. I'm like, what the fuck, really? buried in the basement of an abbey in the water. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, is this like a fucking story? I don't know, or I, I don't know, but there, there's a lot of similarities to it. Where you're thinking, huh? I've seen this before. So Have you seen? Repossessed? Is it a good movie though? What's that?
2: Have you seen repossessed? <laughs> no. <laughs> you seen that? Uh, <laughs> she does a spoof. she does a spoof on it. Anyways.
1: Oh, I do know what you're talking about. I've never watched it,
2: though. Dumb, but it's great.
0: Horror news. Welcome to prime time. primetime. So, yeah. Moving away from the nun, let's roll into another segment here. And that's going to be something we're going to keep here. doing. We're going to start doing horror news. It's something the three of us follow and it's something three of us talk about. Cliff is a he's an encyclopedia with some of the news. Some of the things happening, and he mentioned something that Raphael and I didn't know. And go ahead and spill the beans on John Carpenter.
1: So John Carpenter, our boy John Carpenter, one of the
0: yeah, go John, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Johnny, one of the the yeah. masters of horror, my boy Blue. He's getting back in the director seat, boys. He's going to be directing a new series for Peacock. Yeah, I, I guess it's gonna be a anthology type series, so I, I'm thinking something in the vein of Creep Show or Trick or Treat. Yes, and I want to say from what I was reading, it's gonna be like a lot of the stories are coming from the mind of the master himself. Now, whether he'll be directing each episode, it remains to be seen. He'll probably, maybe, probably do the pilot episode, I would assume at the very least, and then maybe close out the the first season as well. But, I, dude, I'm excited, dude. I love John Carpenter. I love most of his movies. And to see him back in the director's chair, dude, I think is going to be a treat for horror fans everywhere. Wow! What do you guys think?
0: I say bring back Snape Pipskin. Bring back. Put him in an episode. No, I'm a big fan of Mick Garris. And he did a series called Masters of Horror where he got all the classics. He got like Toby Hooper and every classic horror movie director. And he had a series where it was an anthology series and they would do an hour long episode. And I thought it was fucking rad. It was really cool. It was cool that Mick Harris got to collect who he thought were the best. And I know things are going to change between now and then, especially with the strikes and everything happening in Hollywood. But I would say, give it to me. Uh, I love John Carpenter. Give it to me. I'm ready.
1: Dude, he's been killing it, even with the scores that he did for the Halloween films. Like, regardless of what everyone thinks of those films, the score was amazing in each film.
2: Such a good track record. Like, the bar is set pretty high. So I I think he's going to... Deliver,
1: for sure. Oh, for sure. And what's crazy is, I want to say, I've never seen it, but I want to say he did an anthology film like back in the day called Body Bags. I don't know if either of you have heard of that movie. Love it. Yeah. So this is just like a return to something he's done before. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be cool.
0: I absolutely agree. I think we mentioned it last podcast, but we talked about Eli Roth is finally releasing Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, this year on Thanksgiving. So
1: dude, I'm ready super for pumped.
0: Review of that That's exciting, mama
2: going
1: to make me some stuffing.
0: <laughs> oh, is that number four? That's number four. Salary.
1: Dude, I can't wait to see the, the type of like humor that he injects into that movie. Eli yeah. Roth. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Like out of all the movies, the fake trailers they did for the grindhouse double feature. That was the one movie that I was like, I want to see this like out of everything. Like it's cool oh, really? that they yeah, like it's cool that they went ahead and made Machete and and they did Hobo with a Shotgun and stuff. Those were cool. But I was that like, was dude, give me Thanksgiving.
0: Incredible. Wait, what about Werewolf Women of the SS? I'm ready for that.
1: Oh, I'd watch that for sure. Especially yeah. Rob Zombie's directing.
0: Yeah. Machete was great, though. It was fucking. No,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's not. Blow like... hands in it for Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't take away anything from those <laughs> movies. Like, they're great. And I own them. But I was like, man, Thanksgiving, though. Like, I'm a huge slasher fan. That's probably one of my favorite subgenres of horror okay so, so i was like yeah dude i was like give me thanksgiving that's right up my alley dude like a low budget schlocky slasher yeah, yeah. that's for me
2: that the powers that be are. i love that it's like coming a becoming a thing like you said earlier the horror genre is peaking its way back up to the top
1: no it really is and that's probably the only reason that this film is even getting made to be honest with you yeah because
2: there's interest
1: in horror again
0: yeah. Eli Roth, when I remember when he came out of the gate with movies like Hostel, he was a force. People were like, Holy shit, what is this? I can't look at it. It's incredibly gory. And I felt like Eli Roth was a pretty young guy, and he just was like, I want to make movies that fucking scare people. Yeah. You know, and he took that schlocky over the top gore, just disgusting, like hostile. Torture yeah. porn kind of stuff and and owned it. And he got huge Hollywood releases with it. And I was like, yes, give it to me. I'm ready.
1: He comes from like that whole in the 80s, they had the Brat Pack in the like mid thousands, like early mid thousands. It was like the torture porn pack. You know what I mean? You had Eli Roth and Rob Zombie and James Wan and all those guys were like thrown into that group, but they all shined in their own way. And I've always enjoyed Eli Roth's films. Yeah, some are better than others, but he's pretty much consistently... Given us like really good horror films, so dude, I'm so pumped for Thanksgiving. I'm gonna be there opening night to see that 100.
0: How do you guys feel about Rob Zombie? You, you mentioned him. A lot of people either seem to love what he does or they fucking hate it. And I noticed you're wearing an Otis Driftwood shirt, so I'm, yeah. I'm gonna guess Cliff that you're a fan,
1: right? Oh yes, never gonna stop, man. Never gonna <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love Rob Zombie. Dude, I love his films. I know he's like a polarizing, like figure especially as a director but again like eli roth i enjoy more of the films that he's put out than i haven't and every time i hear there's a new rob zombie film in development dude i'm gonna be there for it like he has me as a fan for life no matter what and that's because he gave me films that to. To this day, I consider some of my favorites like House of a Thousand Corpses. I watch Amazing. it every October, dude. That's on my Halloween watch list. Devil's Rejects, I think, is one of his crowning achievements. You know what I mean? Yeah. I That's love the true. Halloween films. Say people say what they want to say about him, but it wasn't his job wasn't to give you exactly what John Carpenter gave you in 1978. His job was to give you something different to update right. it right. to bring. Like that original movie is always going to be there. So why am I going to repeat it? or do a shot for shot remake. Like we all saw what happened when they did that with psycho. It fucking sucked. So I I loved it, dude. I love his movies and even his recent stuff. Like I love Lords of Salem. Like I love,
0: that's an unpopular opinion. I love it too. And I don't know anyone else that likes it.
1: Oh dude, it's awesome. And I feel like that's the I one like... movie that he really was given like full reign to really do what he wants with it without like too much studio interference. And It's off, In my opinion, I think it's one of his best movies. It's right there with Devil's Rejects for me personally.
0: I I got a good story about Rob Zombie and some of his movies. I live in Salt Lake City. It's pretty close to Park City. And Park City hosts the Sundance Film Festival. So you get to go up there and and check out all sorts of cool stuff. And he premiered 31 up at the film festival. And we're like, sweet. So me and some friends, my brother, we all went up there and and we got tickets. And and, and it was a... like a meet and greet where he would get up and talk about the film after. So I, I, I'm i sitting in my seat next to my brother and, and we're like ready for this movie. And the whole row and the whole fucking arena or whatever, the, the theater sold out and the row in front of me is empty. And we're like, why isn't anyone sitting there? And then it fucking happens. And you've got each cast member comes down one by one and yeah. Yeah, Sherry and Rob mm-hmm. come and sit and they're like in front of me, I could reach out and touch him. And I was like, Oh shit. And I got to watch Rob Zombie's face while he watched 31. and he mm-hmm. would kept he kept leaning over to Sherry and he would make jokes at weird parts of the movie. So that movie for me is special because I got to watch it with the cast. Listen to the cast talk about it. I get to see the director's face as he's watching it with his first showing, his premiere with everybody. So for me, 31 was a really special movie because of that experience.
2: Hey, Sherry, here comes the scene that shows your butt again.
1: Yes, please. You you said you (laughs) were you were within arm's distance of them.
0: Yeah, I could have reached over and slapped him
1: Dude, I would have been arrested.
0: I I would have been like, Rob, you're
1: so cool, and Sherry, you're so hot. Oh my god,
0: (laughs) I'm going to see the Halloween hoot nanny on Halloween with uh, Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie. Oh hell yeah, that's awesome.
1: Dude, they're supposed to come to the Toyota Pavilion, which is here in Concord, and that's where I saw mudbane here recently, dude. And it's a really cool venue. And I was, I looked into it cause I wanted to get VIP box seats again. That's what I did with the Mudbane concert, the psychotherapy sessions. It was for our anniversary. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go all out. And now that like at my age now, once I've experienced VIP box seats, I'm like, I don't think I could ever go back to the pit.
3: <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> I'm, rich. <laughs> I'm, I'm rich, bitch.
2: Fuck, dude. I, I can't agree with you more. Once you get that spoiled treatment, it's I don't have Oh to, my God. You know, down there my legs hurt you possibly can get me sick i got a waiter in my private bathroom <laughs>
3: right. I no,
2: there's no shy about my bougie when it comes to going to concert at my age i feel you guys i feel you
0: no i agree Rafael, with you. Uh, we didn't we didn't get your rob zombie movie film take are you a fan or
2: I, who cares about my opinion i'm just the black guy
0: <laughs> you said it not me <laughs> no.
2: I, I, i'm just token whatever dude can't cancel me. <laughs> you die first. Anyway, dude. Okay. Um, House of the Thousand Corpses came out and I was just like running around Oceanside, my hometown on a skateboard fucking punk rocker guy. And I was like, I saw the poster for it. I was like, eh, we'll see. We'll see. And it took me like 15 years to watch it. 10 years at least. So oh, smug. At least. I know. I know. I was like, we'll see, Rob. We'll see. <laughs> I and mean, then i was like I was like wow this is so tra- traditional i fucking underestimated it i slept on it but after that i freaking of course bought it and then devil rejects came out that was more raunchy and more slasher film than your typical horror film i thought it was i thought it was really cool i love both of those films now when it comes to salem not, i tried watching it saw naked old ladies i turned it off and i was like that
0: was the best part I, right? I was like nah
2: i was like that's not the salem i
1: want to go hey, whether you like it or not rafael we're all gonna get there one day i
2: didn't finish it but I, for the sake of this podcast i will work my way through it i will watch it now like any movies after that halloween i i own i think part One of his Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I, you know, liked it enough because he tried to give a little bit of backstory and stuff, right? I thought that was really cool. Thought that was really cool. By the way, the kid that played young Michael, he liked one of my Dead Rise posts of my band. I was like, oh, cool, dude! Somebody (laughs) that was in
0: it liked my shit. So I thought, wait, are you famous? He's a rapper. (laughs) Yeah, isn't he like a Hatchet Man rapper? Something
2: like that. Wow. but he speaking of which segueing into what's happening at the end of september they're doing that halloween 45 he's supposed to be there along with trillions of other cast members from the franchise oh Tell, I bet.
0: do you know where that's going to be held los angeles
2: yeah we're uh, pasadena where mom yep. is held
0: is sean and yeah of that? Do you know? yeah he's
2: i think he's in charge of that uh, and yeah, i'm sure i wanted to get on his bus so he has this private bus that will you buy a ticket and they take you to all the Halloween locations and stuff like that. There's two or three buses, I think. And I was like, so going to buy the tickets. But I was like, it's 150 bucks, dude. If you're on my bus, Sean, I will buy the ticket. But I didn't think you would. So I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights.
0: <laughs> Have you gone to any of the Pasadena locations for Halloween? I never. were been- Halloween 178? Yeah, never- I went to all of them. It was great.
2: God, I really want to, but they're not open on Friday or else because I'm spending the weekend in Hollywood that weekend.
0: Oh, no, they're people's houses. You don't have to go. Oh, anywhere. no,
2: I thought you were talking about it as a convention.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, I'm talking about Michael Myers house. It's now yeah. or, or sorry. Laurie Strode's house is yeah. it's like an insurance company now. Yeah,
2: so. I've been I've been to those houses. Yes. Yeah, OK, yeah, on our own little ventures, which is always fun. Yeah. It gets old because you grow up watching these films and you're like, wow, that's so. Illinois is so far away from me. I don't know if I could ever be. <laughs> a,
0: where's Hattonville?
2: It was, and it is in our own freaking backyard for us, California Southern California. It's just
1: you're like, like, where is this place I see in the movie that has palm trees just like California? <laughs> but but leaves all time leaves at the same time.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, man. Like, I really love that franchise, and I want to go to that Halloween event, that Halloween forty five, H forty five.
1: I would love to go to it, man. I've never been to it. I know they only do it. It's every five years, right? Yeah,
0: they did a
2: schedule conflicts for me. Piss.
1: Yeah, no, I would love to go to it. I have been to the filming locations for Halloween, which is really cool. I've been to some of them. I've been to the Myers house. I've been to the Strode house and I've been to the hedges where he's standing when she's walking home from school. So all
0: that's within the same few blocks.
1: Yeah, it's all pretty close together. And I even tried to recreate the shots from the movie. Oh, (laughs) Do you have your shot? What's up? You
2: have your shot from the hedges. I do. I do. Insert here. I insert mine. You insert yours. Send it to me. We'll right. do, right, sir. I'll
0: send them over. Yeah. I I will say what's really cool about you, the headshots and and the houses and all the homeowners, they embrace right. it. Yeah. Then they'll put out the pumpkins and they'll put up a sign that says, "Feel free to take pictures. Please don't knock on the door <laughs> or something." And I was like, "Yes, yeah, thank
1: you." fucking thank you did you know that the strode house it's up for sale right now the the strode house insurance house oh one with the garages and the yeah the one the one that has the pillar out there where you could sit on it with the pumpkin yeah oh yeah yeah on the corner yeah it's for sale dude i think all three of us could go in it's only 1.8 million no big deal
2: (laughs) they go hard during halloween in that fucking neighborhood
0: we dude, that neighborhood's it. awesome during Halloween. I
2: I, it's, I think I'm going to have to go this year. I have to go
1: this year. If if Raphael can afford ritzy theaters, we can buy this house. Let's do it. Uh. <laughs> I'm
0: going to tell you guys something, though. I, I think Wait, that Russia- Los Angeles is like the Halloween capital of, the, of America, dude. Holy shit. LA has everything. Every theme park, every fucking show, every concert, every theater has like a Halloween theme. Look like,
1: at Magnolia Boulevard. Boulevard. Like, Magnolia Boulevard is like a horror lover's dream come true. Have you guys... Because-
2: Heard of uh, Dearly Departed Tours? Yes. No. They used to be a a mini museum, but also would offer tours on those exact locations. And I had the privilege to go on one of them one time. And it was like a five-hour thing. It was freaking cool. They take you to all the locations in Los Angeles from Nightmare on Elm Street to Halloween to a bunch of other locations. It was insane. And they're no longer in existence because COVID killed it. Yeah, they're the only reason why I would see those locations because it does take a lot of time and effort to research them yourself and find them all, hoping they're correct. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that was one of the best experiences I ever had. First, my first time seeing the hedges from Halloween, my first time seeing Rob Zombie's Halloween house, first seeing all the Nightmare on Nancy's house, Nightmare on Elm Street house. It was an experience to remember forever being don't
0: they do true horror as well like the charles manson locations
2: oh yeah there's a handful of other companies that do that as well there's this new let me look it up
1: speaking of the nightmare on elm street house i've never actually got to see it in person myself nope but i would love to and i know that the owners much like the halloween locations they're really cool with letting people like walk up and take pictures in front of the house as long as you're not like being a nuisance I know they repainted the door, so it's not blue anymore. I think it's red, but I would still love to go see it.
0: Isn't the door red in the end when she when at the end when Freddie grabs her and pulls her through the door? Is it blue? I swear I, to Christ, it's you. red.
1: It's like the it's like the barren scene bears and the Baron stained bears, bro. <laughs>
0: Mandala effect is in yeah, effect.
1: It is in effect. No, honestly, I could have it. I could have it in reverse. It might be the other way around. Maybe it was red and now they painted it blue. But I know either
0: twenty eight Elm Street. It sure is. It's right here, baby. I don't see a
1: 1428. You know what? There's an Elm Street in every town.
0: There's an Elm Street in every town.
1: There's an Elm Street at your mom's house.
2: Oh, (laughs) Uh, He lives on that street.
1: (laughs) That's number five. Number five. Code. We should, every time we we do that, we should have to take a shot or take a drink.
2: Oh, are we going to have a drunk episode? One episode? See? we should <laughs> we really well, should more. what do you mean
0: just one we should have a we should have a sober episode Fuck.
2: <laughs> okay here here it is here's the podcast drinking game
1: anytime anyone says um or like <laughs> you take a shot <laughs> i'm fucked <laughs> i honestly i feel like i'm being personally attacked <laughs> you hurt my feelings <laughs> for the last time Rafael. Because
2: you know what the example on the fucking editing software had you
1: on <laughs> you know what you <laughs> guys do the show yourself you don't need me <laughs> He's like, you don't like need me you smug bastards <laughs> fuck
0: you recording software all right is there any more horror news? is that
1: it uh there's other stuff but i don't know if we want to talk about it or save it for the next episode
0: all right, we can save it. Save it.
1: Yeah. Did you find what you were looking for, Raphael? <laughs> like, I'm looking at nudie sites. Sorry.
2: I'm on OnlyFans. Hold on a second.
1: I'm not surprised to be honest with you.
2: Uh, hold on. You talk about <laughs> so.
0: So these guys are going to Monster or Son of Monster Palooza this year, and I'm about an eighth and of an inch from going. And it's uh, I just fly out for the weekend, do
1: it. Hang out with you do guys it. and
0: come home. Do it. The first day, of Monster palooza is my birthday friday 13th and october and i'm like we're gonna
2: have to
1: do
0: that what would i want to do on my birthday i'd love to sit on an airplane i gotta
2: bring a to- microphone and we're gonna have an episode for 30 minutes while we're there
1: you would love to fly like out to- here hang out with your boys and get drunk at that little bar that's in between the hotel and the and the convention center
0: i did that last year i gotta drive somewhere.
1: nowhere see i gotta must drive. be nice
0: are you guys staying at the hotel there at the convention yeah, yeah. Or, no travel no yeah
1: not. i booked from friday to sunday so oh perfect yeah that's tip. Yeah, that's usually what we do it j- and it makes things easier man if you're gonna buy stuff you could just walk it back to the room and i never wait in line to go into the convention center i'll just look out my window from my room and be like all right there's no line it's time to go in <laughs> nice i just
0: spend all my time and money just sitting at the bar and i'll run into people you run into people all all over america and they're all fucking at the horror conventions and you're like Hi, man, I haven't seen you in 10 years. Me and it, It's like an endless fun time. No,
1: it really is. I think you should come out, Ben.
0: I think you so should. So I was looking at flights, and I'm looking at like 500 bucks, and I was like, no fucking way. Usually you can fly to L.A. for 100, 150.
2: We need you guys so, to my... get us yeah. monetized so Ben could come to Cali and we could right? run amok
1: yeah. amok amok. We just want the listeners we'll to know see. that that if we do, if we monetize this eventually, it's just going to get thrown right back into creating more content for you guys. So,
2: right. We're going to be everywhere. Fuck We're, the system. Go to We're going to Vegas. We're going to <laughs> <Right>. Tennessee.
1: We're <laughs> doing it all. <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly, I want to do, Raphael. You mentioned it before. You're like, we should take a little road trip up to see Ben and go visit all the spooky spots in Salt Lake City. I'm down.
0: Oh yeah, that would be amazing. Halloween four, Halloween five. There's a whole shitload of Halloween stuff in here in Utah.
1: We're gonna... where it... That's where it was filmed.
0: Yeah, like the elementary school, couple houses, the Vincent drugstore. That's
1: dude. There's I will bring a... my Google Halloween five here. cosplay. We are and going take... to and do a photo shoot. we going to some. Good... I
0: I actually did a photo shoot. With... I played in the horror punk band, and we did a photo shoot outside of the house. And it was wait, a... the Myers gonna... house from
1: Halloween five is out there. Yeah. No shit.
0: Yeah, I did a photo I go shoot. Pixar didn't happen, Ben. <laughs> ah,
1: I'll send a whole fucking video. I got a music video. Oh, I'd love to see that. Honestly, I really would. Okay. I we're I don't know if we were gonna plan on doing the guilty pleasure segment this episode, but <laughs> Halloween five dude is definitely like on that list for me. Everybody fucking hates it, but I love that movie. Is that the why one why
0: five? What part of five do you think? Man, this is really good
1: you know what dude oh i i like the mask which everybody hates but i like it i know that greg nicotero he did the mask and he based it off of like his own likeness but i
0: actually never knew that
1: i actually like it and i have the mask on display here in my collection here let me get it down for you guys
0: hold on hey cliff would you mind grabbing that halloween (laughs) five mask and bringing it down (laughs) in slow motion
2: while the camera stutters
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right is that a trick-or-treat studios
1: this is made by an independent artist. He's called Night Ram Productions on Instagram. And this is a ground up sculpt. And for being ground up, dude, this is fucking pretty spot on, man. That's really cool. Everybody <laughs> calls this the Nicolas Cage, Michael Myers. But... Oh, my God. It's <laughs> <laughs> your camera. <laughs>
0: Holy it is, shit. It is. it is Nicolas Cage sculpt. Holy or shit. you want to? michael
1: myers (laughs) 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 you want to get nuts
0: (laughs) i actually have never heard that before but it's pretty wow
1: that makes so much no like honestly dude yeah it is pretty spawned it does fucking look like him but no i just i like the movie dude i like the mask i like the way that don shanks portrayed michael myers it got back to that like being a creeper like in the bushes and behind trees and it's just, it's ridiculous, dude. It's just a ridiculous movie, but that's what yeah. makes it fun. But you got like sure. the typical 80s greaser. <laughs> you got the jock. You got that cool barn scene is that, where he's is got... That
2: the buff, Michael?
1: Yes. Dude, I met him at, at wow. Sinister Creature Con, dude. And he's such a, he's such a cool guy, dude. And he's honestly, he's still yoked even for being like 60 something.
2: I thought that was like, is, it, is he not stuffed with something? That was his
1: no that's that's halloween four that was um, uh george p Wilbur. yeah he had the shoulder pads no dude fucking don shanks is all natty baby it was the 80s he could have been on that good juice you never know (laughs) but yeah (laughs) speaking of that this picture that i have behind me it's the photo shoot from people magazine back in the 80s which has michael myers freddy krueger jason Voorhees, and leatherface from part two and it's all the original actors that played them in the movie. And I have it signed by all of them except Robert England. He's I was supposed to get that at the last Monster Blues. Yeah, and he Ben. Fucking canceled.
0: Yeah, Ben. I would have gotten it for you. I'll go to Arizona real quick. I think it cancels all on all I'll, of us. I, w- I was working. So I, I worked at the convention. A little different.
1: I had that. Which means uh, I
0: didn't have to wait in a
1: fucking line to meet him. Oh, oh yeah. must be nice. Yeah. dude. Honestly, I'm thinking was about a mom with you. Oh, oh got to take, take a drink. Got to take a drink. There's there's literally nothing left in this. I'm just faking the drinks. <laughs> fill it with milk, grandma. <laughs> your mom's <Rafael>. milk. <laughs> your... I know your secret. Guilty
0: pleasures. What's your guilty pleasure?
1: <laughs> What's your guilty pressure? I'm going to see what that fucking translates to. Pleasure i want to know your guilty pressure points uh, you <laughs> before
2: i get to that i love that frame you that picture you have back there because i when i first got my first laptop i skinned it with that exact same picture
1: i remember my oh. first laptop i still have it. Uh, it it was a white apple so
2: yeah i think we did some demos on that laptop Ben.
1: you know what? i think you're right Fuck. that
2: one it was that dirty-ass laptop that I spilled whiskey in it. But anyways. I, <laughs> I do <did> not remember that. <laughs> Shit. The keyboard doesn't work, but we're going to make demos. But anyway, <laughs> my guilty pleasure. Now, I don't hear too many people talking about it anymore, and it's one of my favorite movies that I hold near and dear to my heart. Toxic Avenger.
0: Uh, oh, fuck it, yeah. It's I mean, an incredible movie.
2: I don't hear nobody talking about it. I don't hear anybody talking about... uh traumaville or any of that franchise i love that shit i loved how bad it was and yeah. they made me feel like i shouldn't be watching it <laughs> it was so raunchy and raw I yeah, especially it. part
0: three and four
1: yeah, yeah. They're, they're, especially uh, part four citizen yeah. Toxy. holy shit
0: yeah <laughs> basically porn at that point yeah so on that note toxic Avengers are remaking it and peter dinklage just gonna play Toxy. i didn't know yeah. any of this yeah peter dinklage he's He'll in, in uh, new. game of thrones Game Not, of Thrones. I don't know that motherfucker. Yeah. He's a little person. Oh, I, so I
2: only know Aquaman. <laughs> that poor girl. <laughs> they just
0: released the teaser posters and stuff for it. It's going to so be, be out early mini, next year. Mini, I think. Mini,
2: Coaxed Avenger. Yeah,
1: he's gonna be a the... little person. I'm in the poster. People are saying that he looks like super. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that he looks superimposed to be bigger than he actually is. So I wonder if they're actually going to do that in the movie, or if he's going to be a little person. If it's done by trauma, it's going to.
0: It's going to be all over the fucking place. You know how Troma is. I think no, they're going to CGI wow. him to look no. like normal size.
2: They better not. That would break my fucking little toxic heart.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I fucking love Toxic Avenger. Do you remember his Saturday morning cartoon? Yes. I had a couple of figures. the Toxic
1: Crusaders. Yeah. I
2: had them. I'm pissed. I don't have them anymore.
1: Dude. Yep. So I have a little story about Toxic Avenger. So first right, I saw that too. movie when I was, first of all, way too young to be seeing that shit. And yeah, I was pretty young, dude. And my parents rented it. They watched it. And I was like sneaking out in the hallway and like getting peeks of it. And I was like, holy shit, what is going on? So I pretty much saw most of the movie at a pretty young age. And anyways, on the weekends, every once in a while, I would go over to spend the weekend at my grandparents' house. And one weekend I was over there and my grandma would take me to the video store to rent movies. So (laughs) I'm walking around and I see toxic Avenger on the shelf (laughs) and I'm like, Hey, I've I've seen that movie. And then she's, Oh, do you want me to rent that for you? And like instantly I'm like, Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! No, <laughs> you're watching it there. It is. Why is the blind lady grabbing his crotch, Claire? Why is, why is that, that woman masturbating to Claire? dead bodies, <laughs> oh, Claire? Why
0: are you touching me there? Yeah, dude, she's <laughs> so fucking beautiful. Uh, I've, I've never so felt you're running like this around before. with no pants on. and Your grandma's. Like, wow, what are you watching? <laughs> so like, that's
1: all. I. That's all I could very think about.
2: Guilty watching it as a kid? So yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly, that, and that's all I could think about, dude. I was like, if she rents this for me and I watch it, like. My dad is going to beat my ass when she tells me what she got.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're going to burn in hell, Cliff. How do you feel about that?
1: All right. No, that's fine.
0: <laughs> fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's fine. No big deal. But what's your guilty pleasure for the week, Ben?
0: I don't know if it's more of a cult hit, but Frankenhooker. You guys ever watch that? Ooh,
1: hell yeah.
2: I well, never yeah, watched it, yeah. but I know
0: of it. Mind-blowingly want a date? fun. <laughs> <laughs> you want a date? Okay, which is weird. So... Raphael, it's it's a scientist and his girlfriend gets run over by a lawnmower. <laughs> so he tries to rebuild his girlfriend from cut up hookers. It's fucking out of control.
2: It's reanimator on fucking crack.
0: You should watch it. I think it's probably streaming for free on Tubi or one of those.
2: No, uh, I've seen it on there. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get through my sleepaway camp first.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt sleepaway camp. Jeez.
0: Got any money? What a date? <laughs> It's so goddamn good.
1: Honestly, I just discovered that movie this past year. I hadn't seen it up until this past Fra- year. Frankenhooker? Yeah. Oh man, I, I was so happy to discover it at the Monster Paloozas.
0: It's so good. I love it, Monster Palooza, when you get the girls that are like cosplaying it, but then they're walking all fucked up. Like, yeah. Like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> and they got they got
1: their mouths all like Silent Hill girls. So yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, they. That's like, are you Silent Hill or Frankenhooker? I can't.
2: <laughs> okay. One hour later, we're gonna have. Raphael has an old person moment. I remember what
1: the (laughs) what the (laughs) tour was in Hollywood. (laughs) Oh shit, I forgot all about
0: that. I was trying to
2: I wanted to plug it because it was so good, but I
0: you're gonna have a lot of editing to do, young man. No AI will do that for me, son. (laughs)
2: Damn it. It's called Graveline Tours. Oh they go through they go everywhere from Michael Jackson's house, the place that he died in Hollywood to Manson family murders. To Black Dahlia, they cover that a little bit and take you to the where the bodies oh, are. Oh, sweet.
0: It was Super crazy.
2: cool. Cool. Definitely check them out. Graveline tours.
1: There's a play Yeah, we'll do. We'll do.
2: Urban Hollywood. Take that tour. They so, put you in a big so, white limo. Hearst. No, that, Hearst Limo.
0: Is it one of the places that pick you up off the Hollywood Boulevard? Yeah. Okay. supposed yeah. to
2: meet him at the little Hollywood sign and I was so pissed because I didn't know where that was and I was like running up and down the boulevard and be like fuck we're gonna be late we're gonna be late come on Lisa hurry up <laughs> and I was like I was at, like prior to that I was trying to get get the flow going with some shots at the hotel and we got there and I was like fuck I don't know anybody like how does this work so I asked the security guard he was like no nah, I never heard of that before and I was like <laughs> thanks a lot and then one little British punk lady comes up to me. is like, "Are you a fan?" I was like, "Yes, <laughs> oh, yes, I am." Can we eat our fish tacos in your car?
0: <laughs> in your oh, limo? No. get that smelly <laughs> shit out of here! But
2: it, they, it was awesome. I highly recommend that tour. It's Super it's cool. reasonably priced. They take you on a good car ride. It's comfortable. The limo hearse is pretty cool.
1: And this episode brought to you by Graveyard Tours.
2: Grave line. Oh, Grave oh my line.
0: bad.
1: <laughs> Grave line Tours.
0: You know to Your mother? We're sponsored by.
2: His mother taught him how to speak. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's another drink. Let's talk about, drink. about
2: our moms. My mom's a saint.
0: Cheers, boys. <laughs> Cheers. Drink Cheers. And
2: empty beer. <laughs> boys. It Mira, looks like get us another drink. I'm sorry. I like talking to you.
1: Yeah. Keep
2: talking. Is a pretty, pretty awesome.
1: I yeah. wish we, could have good. we could take this off the air. We don't got to record it. Uh, Thanks for listening, you freaks and creeps, to another episode of Tales from the Casket. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Cliff Helm. You can follow me on Instagram at the Helms Realm.
2: I'm Raphael Mitchell. You can follow me on Instagram at Raphael underscore Deadrise.
0: And this is Stitch from Salt Lake City. You can follow me. At stitch underscore inside stitch with one T stitch. That is a completion of episode two, my boys. Woo! How many say the Tales tagline? from the casket. <laughs> Exploring <laughs> all things horror. <laughs>